Hey friends, welcome back to Parenting Uncovered. We've got a super practical conversation for you today. Hopefully all these episodes have been super practical. That's what we're going for. We want to help you guys out to just think new thoughts and uh, have new resources at your disposal because we're all in this parenting journey together. And we're going to talk today about childcare, finding a reliable babysitter. Now we, in our marriage, for the 22 years of our marriage, the 18 plus years of our parenting, um, almost that entire time we've lived away from family Mm -hmm. and have had to find childcare on our own. And sometimes it's been, it's been hard, but we've been very intentional about it. And, and frankly, it's been a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. Oh, you guys, be when, ready. He when people act <laughs> helpless to find a babysitter when they're like, step on some toes, we just honey. we can't go anywhere because Why? my my mom um, my mom is the only one who watches our kids and she she's not available and I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. Honey, you're gonna step on some toes. Let let me step, okay? Let me step on them because <laughs> guys, let me stomp on them. It's not that hard. It's just not that hard. Now I get there are certain situations, but listen, we have been broke. We have been like far away from anybody we knew. We've been in new communities, and like we've always, always found babysitters. And I promise yes. you can do it too. I'm not trying. I know you're a smart person. I'm not trying to insult your intelligence, but I think for some reason I see really intelligent people. Very. Just shut their brain off when it comes time to find a babysitter. Yes. And I don't get it. And so this episode is to help all of us to help you tap into the brilliance I know you have. I want to say as I want to bandage up your toes a little bit, those of you who we stepped on your toes. okay? because I want to say, listen, having been a parent for 18 years now and many friends who are parents, I think where this this uh, lack of wanting to find a babysitter or or feeling like you can't find a babysitter comes from is a fear. I think a lot of it yeah, is no, people I, I get that. who I get just that. are scared of what might happen. And I get that, you guys. Like, I mean, it's easy for us. We've had four kids. We we have the perspective of raising kids behind us. It's so easy for us to be like, get a babysitter. It's not hard. Like, I totally get that. And so, um, you know, listen, we're going to level with you. I, I get the fear. Like, I was there in the beginning. I remember with our first child, uh, you know, it was, I mean, I felt completely like a fish out of water. Like, what do I do with this? I've read the books. I, I've prayed, I've been prayed up like I, but I, what in the world? And I don't want to leave because I'm so scared of, of something going wrong and, and that sort of thing. And I remember, um, two weeks after we had Cooper, our, our firstborn, uh, Dave's mom showed up at our front door. So sweet. I think she even had food because she always brings food or snacks yes. or something. Mom, we love you. And I know, she's amazing. And she said, um, Hey, I'm, I'm here because I, I wanted to see if you guys want to go on like a quick date, like an hour date. I know you're a nursing mother. Uh, but you know, this is something that I think is so important for your marriage. And I know you guys could use the time together. And so I, I'm here. Mimi's here, you know? And, um, I was so excited because I did want that time with you, but I also, I I was so fearful, not because she's not amazing. I mean, your mom has always helped me with each of our kids. I mean, my mom too, like both mothers stayed for a time after all of our kids were born just to help me through that period. And I mean, what a blessing, you know, and you've all, I mean, your dad, just the best dad ever. You are so hands-on and I love that. We we haven't had family childcare except for oh no no in, that's in, in the recent, beginning in that's recent just in years the beginning. yeah my mom and and dad too but uh, mom mom mostly has has stepped up for some of these overnight trips like right now we're You're recording in, in Texas yeah. my parents are watching our boys in Georgia We're which so is grateful. such a gift but that hasn't always oh no been the it's case for been. most of our yeah. married life uh, we didn't have access to 
to parents is childcare. No, um, no. And so we had to, we had to find other resources. We had to get creative, even with overnight, because we have to travel for our work. Right. And so we had to do the extra layer of finding a reliable overnight childcare. Which we can talk about that in a minute, because that's a whole other that's a, Yeah, game. that's a different, different level. But I want to say like that first time that we had a babysitter who was Karen, also Mimi, um, you know, so she's the grandparent, uh, which of course I trust her completely. But I remember going on that date, feeling so excited, but we got, we went to Applebee's and I remember being so excited to be with you, but I sat down and I started like bawling. Do you remember this? And yeah. I, I was so, my feelings were all over the place. I felt excited to be with you. And I kept on saying, I'm so sorry. I don't know what is going on with me. Like I, I just don't, I, it's like, I want to be with just you and have this time, but I also feel guilty leaving him. And I, I just, I feel all out of sorts, you know? And, um, and I think a lot of parents, even if you're not, you know, it's not a two week old, but like, even when your kids are, are at the age where they can't really talk well and tell you what happened during the babysitting time, I feel like that's why a lot of people stay away from getting a babysitter. And then they get old enough to talk, but you've gotten in the habit of never getting a babysitter that you just tell yourself you don't need one, that you guys don't need a date. Like we've met with couples where they're like, well, we just don't need that. Yeah. Some people need it. We don't, yeah. we don't we need it. We just don't need it. We're good. And I mean, are there the mar it's kind of this martyr mentality. There, there's a lot of that. Of like, yeah. I'm just, you know, I just do everything for my kids and no yeah. one else is ever going to love them like me. And so of course they're not going to love them like no, you. Won't. That's not a babysitter's yeah. job. Your babysitter's job is to keep them alive for a few hours yes. so you can go invest in your Feed marriage. Them, keep them alive, Don't harm put them. them to bed. Yeah. If you listen, if you find a babysitter who can feed them, play with them, keep them alive and put them to bed, the, the putting to bed is important, especially in those young years. Yeah. That is a babysitter you want to keep because coming home after a date night to peacefully sleeping kids is such a gift and a house that is not a mess. Okay. Um, but I want to tell you, like, so we, you know, we had that interaction where we go on that first date. I remember feeling a little defeated because I'm like, man, am I going to feel this way the whole time? And then, you know, we, we end up moving to another state and don't have any family around us. And I remember you were so wise. And you said, listen, one of the first things we need to do first is things. find a babysitter. Top of the priority. When we moved, we had um, a two-year-old and I was eight months pregnant. Okay. And so he knew, and we have another baby coming. We need that time. We need to have a regular date night. So we need to find a babysitter. And um, we, at the time, had a neighborhood newspaper. And I think it was online and in paper form. And so, because we literally knew no one. Dave was a pastor. So we knew we could ask like the the nursery workers and the the childcare workers there at church. But we kind of started with our our like neighborhood newspaper, which today would be like next door, the next door app. Like you can go on the next door app, look up babysitters in your area, and basically call up the babysitter, have an interview with her. Yeah, or have him, them over. You know, like have them come over, meet them at Starbucks or whatever. I often meet them at coffee shops and like really talk to them. You need to look them in the eye. You need to get a feel for their, you know, personality. And I know for us get a I, reference or two. Like get oh definitely get references. Like one hundred percent get references. Um, and the first girl we got Got. Her name was Alyssa. Uh, she ended up being a good babysitter. We had my favorite one we had during that time. Her name was Bernadette and, and she went by the nickname Bidet. And she was actually pretty young. Like when you have really young kids, um, and I'm not talking like infants per se, but like, you know, they're, they're like maybe three to, I don't know, like elementary school age. You can get like a 14 year old. I mean, personally, I feel like you can get like a 14 year old and um, you can you can trust them as long as they've had like the babysitting class. Like I know B. Det, um, she had been uh, she went through like the CPR class, and there's a babysitting course to go through because when they're that young, it's hard to 
it's hard to know. So they can get a certification. And she had that. I actually got to meet her family. That really made me feel good. And um, her mother actually kind of ministered to me over those years. But it was a really, it, she was a great sitter. Then we had Kayla, who we met at church. She was a bit older, much more experienced. She ended up being our first overnight sitter. Yeah. Yeah. We was, built a relationship with her we and really we ended did. up, yeah, we we're able to trust her um, overnight and she would do a great job because Excellent. we built that relationship. Um, but we've even had to like more quickly sometimes find overnight sitters. Like when we moved to Texas Yes, and, and I, all yeah. of a sudden we had no family, no network, and right. we were having to travel for work Whole like almost place. immediately. And you, we also didn't have automatically a church. We were working, you know, for XO. Yeah. So we yeah. were looking for a home church, weren't established. You know, when you, when you're a pastor, you have a lot of built in people that are going to get to know you fast and you weren't a pastor like officially. Right. So um, we didn't have the church relationships so we didn't have the either. Church relationships. So I relied on care.com, yeah, which, which was, you know, is awesome. You got great and, leads and there. Sittercity.com. Those are the two websites I yeah. went to. Let me say this. They do background checks but you need to do more of your due diligence and meet with them. Let me tell you guys, I met with like six different babysitters ranging in age. And I bring up age because once you reach the teenage years, it gets real weird if they're constantly requesting, like, you know, they're not driving yeah, quite yet. Yeah, it's like really pretty 20 year old And you're like, this sitter. is weirding me out. So like, I remember at that time I was like, they need to be like 23 up. And um, so I interviewed all these different people. And what I did, because as we had these, you know, kept on having boy after boy, and then, you know, getting in different seasons of childhood that can be a little rowdier than others. I was just gut level honest, like, um, tell me your experience with babysitting boys. Do you have brothers? Um, what kind of um, home life? Yeah, because the dynamic, like? right? Because we found that somebody that if, if they grew up with like one quiet sister, they're and, gonna hate it. And, and I would say that I'm like, you're like, going to. They hate come it into here, our you know? full contact, you know, wrestling loud home. Yeah, with uh, all these boys. Yeah, uh, they they didn't feel the fit, right? And so, oh, and no, then our boys could sense that they could be like, I don't think that one liked us. Well, like, and, and with you saying that, what we would do, I would interview them. If it was an automatic no, I wouldn't call them back, obviously. But um, well, well, I. I I don't say that. I would. I, I don't want to be that person who doesn't call yeah, back. I would text them back. People. I would text them back and say, like, hey, we're going to thank you for the interview. I, I We found someone else or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. would text them back, but I wouldn't, you know, call them back. But the uh, people that I felt good about, like I found like three ladies that I was like, I think these are are pretty good. And they could potentially all be on our babysitter list because you don't want to just have one. You need to have like for us, like seven deep. Like we need to have like yeah. seven that we can call happy right. primaries. And um, we've gone through the whole list before we have. We've yeah, gone in, the a whole pinch, list. in a pinch, you in gotta, a pinch, you got to develop a roster here. You, you do, you, it's, a, it's not one babysitter. Like you got to develop a team, basically. You get your team. And we did. And so like we had these three ladies once we moved to Texas. And I remember we were like, okay, we're going to test them out. We're going to go on a short date night and like two hours and just see how it goes. And I remember one by one, it was like, there was one who had been a kindergarten teacher, super nice lady. And you would think, perfect fit. Yeah. And, you know, keeping your kindergarten class in line when you're the teacher is different than coming into a home of rowdy boys. Right. Yeah. And, um, nothing bad happened or anything. They were just themselves. I mean, nothing disrespectful, but we came back from that date and literally she, it was like a movie. She looked so disheveled and sweaty. And I even was like, what happened? And she was like, they were fine. They were fine. And, and, um, <laughs> and I was just like, you know, after she left, I thanked her, I paid her. And I, I go to the boys and see, I think at the time Cooper was, what, 13, I think. So old enough to really understand. And he goes, I said, Cooper, what happened? He goes, nothing, mom. Like we just were ourselves. I mean, we were like playing our, 
our games we do where we run around and stuff and we were we didn't do anything bad and I was like well, what do you think about the babysitter? And he's like, oh, she, she'll hate it here. She'll hate yeah. it here. <laughs> you know, and then we had... Um, and those short date nights, you know, it's like go out for a couple hours. And it'll let you know. It's like it speed dating. You know. it, it's like this is a fit or this is not. Exactly. Well, we eventually landed on a girl that I liked. First of all, she had a lot of experience, but she also had a bunch of brothers. And so she, she put them in line, but also had fun. And I was, you know, and it's nothing personal, but... She ended up being a great babysitter. She not only babysat for date nights, she did overnights and we're so grateful for her. Yeah. 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 She, she was great. So it's kind of like quick recap. You're looking for places. If you're at part of a church, which you should be, go, go to a yeah. church anyway, just for lots of reasons, but talk to the, the nursery and childcare workers and, and the kids ministry volunteers, because they've been vetted by your church already. So that's yeah. one layer of security already happening. And they already, you know, they like working with kids because they're there. So start yeah. there. Um, look at local services like the YMCA. We would, um, we would, we're members of the YMCA, their childcare workers. We ended up using some of those as babysitters. And also right. yeah. they had built in childcare that we would go to the gym and use that childcare and just kind of have like a little coffee date before for we worked hours. out. They give you two hours yeah, so, and parents night out. We yeah. So parents too. night out, yeah. look for resources like, like that. Ashley mentioned those sites, uh, care.com and sittercity.com. Sitter yeah. Um, so th there are, there are resources out there, the next door app looking for girls in your neighborhood and build relationships with people, interview, do your due diligence and, and find some folks who you can lean on. And I, I brought, this is, this is a necessity guys that you're, if you're married, you need this and your right. kids, your kids need to see you and your spouse going out and prioritizing your marriage. We talk a lot about this on our naked marriage podcast, but for you to feel good about that, you've got to be able to, to find some sitters that you can trust. Exactly. And I want to say um, the, the, the woman, I mean, cause she's, she's, you know, she's been such a blessing to us that we haven't even mentioned yet is, is our main, our main girl, Kara. Kara. We've had for years. Is amazing. Like Kara, if you're listening, years. you're the best. Our kids love you. Every she's, time you come, she's amazing. You make cookies with them. She's and more than, she like, it, is she, like a chef. Like she yeah, teaches them how and to cook. has really walked through a lot of big life moments with them as, as an extension of the family. And, and that's been really a gift. It's been a gift to our boys to, to learn from her as like a, like a, like a, a big sister, a big sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's been a, a gift. Well, that's what I was going to say. Cause you were like, you know, we need this for our marriage, but also don't underestimate what a babysitter can do for your children as far as someone they can look up to. So like, yeah. don't put someone in your home that have, has questionable morals that you're not yeah, sure yeah. what they're going to be saying to your kids. Um, and like Kara, really all of our sitters, I felt so good about them. Like, I feel like they um, are respectable people, moral people Like Kara prays with our kids. Like she prays yeah, with our kids. And I, I just love that. And um, we have Annabelle too, who we, we've known her whole, you know, childhood. She's awesome. She'll take him to church. She'll do fun. You know, each sitter we have, it's like they do, they have their thing they do with the kids. Uh, Kara's really big into fitness. Her and her, her husband, Matt, really big into fitness. So she'll, <laughs> I love this. She's like, well, if you're going to play video games, we're going to go swim in the pool or we're going to go run yeah. around the block. We're going to go walk the dog. She keeps we're going to go up the stairs she keeps them active. and she'll even do like little fitness challenges with them. And like Annabelle is really artistic. And so she'll do drawings with it. Like literally could be an artist, like yeah, a full-time and, job. And loves and, and Chatham and loves. Gaming. Uh, she loves, she can there play with games with them. Annabelle, you know? and Annabelle, you've been again gift too, if you're listening. Yes, Gosh, I mean, we've, we've, we've been, been so blessed. blessed, but it's taken effort and intentionality. It took work. It yeah. Took work. yeah. And you guys can do it too. Yeah. Let me say one more thing. I know you're wanting to go to the fascinating fact and dad joke. 
the question we get all the time is, well, what do we pay these people? Okay. And I know it's going to vary from, no, yeah, from place to place. It's going to vary by a lot of different factors. And so yes. you need to talk to the sitter. It's going we'll to, and even as we say this, you're listening to this a few years from now, like between inflation, different markets are, are different. Um, different parts of the country are completely different. The, you know, the, the, the age and experience of the person you're having. I mean, yep. there's a, how many kids, a lot of different factors. So there's not right. a formula that I feel comfortable giving, but no, I, there's not a formula, but I want to say this. Don't be cheap. If you want that, Don't that be person cheap. to come back, show. think about this. They are watching the most important people in your life, the most important people in your life. So don't be cheap. And I want to tell you, I would rather have less date nights and a quality sitter that I know is going to come back than have a bunch of date nights with a questionable sitter that, that never wants to come back. And I feel kind of uneasy about leaving the kids with them. Um, I think it's really important to have quality people that you can depend on. And I, I'll tell you, like, we round up, like we always we round up. Them, yeah. If it's, if you we, have an hourly rate and you're, we give them there. a fair wage, we round up, we pay like Kara drives in from Savannah to Augusta, Georgia yeah. now because she's since moved since we, we first give hired gas her. Money. We do gas money. We give spending money. If they're doing overnights, like we, we give overly in the spending money. Like, please, we want to make it easy for you as far as for food activities. Yeah, yeah. You can be as active or non-active with the kids as you want to be. Cause sometimes they just want to veg and that's fine. Our kids love to veg with the best of them, but it's like, make it, make it easy for them in the sense of wanting to be there. Like you want them to come back, but also be very clear with your standards. Like if you want the dishwasher loaded, um, you can say, I personally believe, tell the sitter to have the kids, you know, help you to load the dishwasher or do it themselves. If it's their chore, you know, be specific so that, so that they know what's expected. And so that you also, you know, you have a gauge. So anyway, I think, I think those things hopefully will be helpful to you. That is, that is gold right there, my love. Well, we end every episode with a dad joke and a fascinating fact. That's right. You want me to start this week? Yeah. What's your fascinating fact? Okay. Fascinating fact is from smithsonianmag.com. And this is entitled, Mommy Brain is Real and Very Complex. It says, roughly 50 to 80% of moms report what sometimes is called mommy brain, the brain fog and mental bloopers associated with pregnancy and new motherhood. Individual experience experiments offer conflicting evidence, but a 2018 meta-analysis of 20 studies found that memory problems and poor executive functioning do seem, or poorer executive functioning, do seem to be common themes starting in the first trimester and worsening through the third. In a first-of-its-kind groundbreaking analysis of pre- and post-pregnancy brain scans published in 2016, researchers found mothers lose gray matter during pregnancy, and these losses endure for at least two years. Like, we literally lose. So, wow. I mean, and I, I've experienced this. It says, but the volume loss may come with some benefits, too. The brain zones used for processing and responding to social cues might get more efficient in pregnancy as the women who suffered the biggest gray matter losses scored higher on a standard assessment of a mother's attachment to her child. How about it? So you're increasing attachment. Like you might have the fog, but you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're attaching, you're, you're, you're bonding. And that's what we're supposed to that do. That is fascinating. I know. It's so cool. I love it. I'll tell you what. Well, for the dad joke. Again, this is another one from our producer, Taiwan. He's a, he is a treasure trove of dad jokes. Did you know that I used to be addicted to soap? I didn't. Don't worry. I'm clean now. <laughs> oh, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, there it is. It. That's gold. There so on that note, guys, stay clean. And uh, we love and appreciate you. You can always find us on Instagram at Dave and Ashley Willis. 
And uh, we appreciate your your messages, your questions, your dad jokes and fascinating facts and yep. topic suggestions and all that. Thank your you reviews. For your reviews. Yeah, thank you for re- reviewing this podcast. It's still a new podcast, so we're still still getting the word out, and your reviews help people discover it. So, thank you guys so much. God bless. We'll see you next time. Bye.